is a little unnerving that his first political campaign appearance for his 2024 run is in Waco. Right. We're at the 30th anniversary of the Waco standoff. Right. If you're talking about trying to um, trying to engender militant consciousness among Americans about the need to fight the federal government with violence. Well, Waco is a nice place to try to do that from. That's a nice resonant place to try to do that from. I mean, him being indicted on. Uh, you know, on, on a charge related to campaign finance, tax and business fraud, um, again, doesn't have to be the end of the world for him and could potentially be a positive for him. But if he's asking for a militant, racially, racially tinged, violent response from his followers, that's something that won't be good for him. Hey, did you know silver prices are down right now because investors are selling their holdings because of a turn down in demand? Once fear subsides, though, you can see a surge in demand for silver as consumers come back. This is a perfect time to get your silver IRA started. And this month, you'll get an incredible three ounce silver American virtual coin with a qualified IRA of 20,000 or higher. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold. Call the team right now at 877-646-5347 and tell them we'll send you or go to noblegoldinvestments.com. Really? So at what point did he call for any racially violent, racial violence? When did he call for that? He's never, I mean, even during J6, he never called for any racial violence. President Trump has never, ever called for any racial violence. Not at all. Not even when the black dude was at the Trump rally, cursing at everybody, yelling at everybody, and one of the older white guys punched him in the face. President Trump didn't call for racially motivated violence. This was just an idiot. Had he been white, he probably still would have got punched in the face. But see, they want to say, oh, my goodness, the white guy punched the black guy in the face. So it must be racially related. No, it was just an idiot. And they're yelling at everybody. I've been to multiple Trump rallies. No one's ever wanted to punch me except for Antifa and BLM because I support America. That's what it's all about. I mean, it's such a stretch. And yeah. And then she has the nerve real quick. She has the nerve to sit there and say that, oh, he's going to Waco. He's going to show up in Waco. So it must be, you know, him calling for the American people to rise up and be violent. Yeah, it's such a stretch. I guarantee that this is probably on. This is probably on the campaign. You were, you were saying it again because you were muted. I said, I guarantee this is probably on the campaign you know, agenda long before this even happened last week, right? I mean, actually, we knew about it, what, Friday or Saturday. So, you know what? They just stretch everything, right? To make it look like he's being personal and tentful and he's an anarchist and, oh, my gosh, what a terrible person he is. I mean, we can do that to Biden. How many different places has he gone and campaigned and will go, oh, my gosh, just like he was at the, the bridge the other week for uh, Black History Month where – you know, Martin Luther King did his final or one of his last marches right. on the bridge that literally was a white supreme, uh, you know, KKK leader who, by the way, was a Democrat, you know, and they talks about how divisive the Republicans are. And yet he's literally on a site where Democrats uh, at one point were announcing, you know, their KKK 
you know, roots. Yeah. And he was there. And the bridge is still labeled and with the, the with the with the what the did they call saying, him? The prime minister of the clan or whatever it is, the grand dragon. Yeah. His name is still on the bridge. Yeah. And it's really amazing because the Democrats they all scream talking about they want to change the name of Fort Braggs. Yeah. They want to change the name name of military bases. Uh, they want to get rid of statues. But this particular bridge, the one that Martin Luther King walked over with the Klan member name still on the bridge, they say nothing about Who that. Who is a Democrat senator, like you said, was the head of the KKK. And then they talk about Republicans being divisive. And I'm sitting here going, you're literally at a site where Democrats are divisive, talking divisive right. talk. Yeah. What? They spin everything. Well, you, you know, but see, that's what they're doing. Even the same thing when it comes to this trial. They're trying to say that President Trump is calling for violence. He's, He's not. not. You can, as an American citizen, you get to you get to freely protest. That's what it is about being in America. You get to protest freely. That's our U.S. Constitution. But just like on J6, when people showed up to voice their grievances, the U.S. Constitution calls for the American people to do what they did on January 6th. But they're counting on no one ever knowing that. They're counting on people never finding out that. And then if you speak out against the government, we get to lock you up. Or if you speak up and you tell the people the truth about the federal government, they want to lock you up. They're coming for us next. Believe it. They're coming for us next. They've already kind of started doing it. Look how they've already arrested some people for standing up for for life against these abortion clinics. They had the federal government weaponized against these people. And they're peacefully protesting. They don't want you to protest peacefully because they're terrified to see thousands of upon thousands of people showing up protesting against this tyrannical federal government. Because, you know, you come on, you have to know that the federal government is involved in this, even though they said that they're going to look in to see if there's any federal dollars being pushed for this. You know, they're going to look into that. Right. You know, the federal government is behind a lot of this. They can't help themselves. All right, let's talk about something else that what the federal government has actually been doing. And this one, this one is on the verge of basically destroying America. And this has been the whole plan all along. Now, this whole issue in Ukraine, that's what it's leading up to. World War Three, destroy America so America can't fight back. And now you have China, right? China going around the world and making peace. See, President Yi. Is that what his name? President Yi? Xi Jinping? No, is it yeah, Xi? Xi Jinping? Yeah. yeah. He went, he's actually doing what he saw President Trump do. And now that they removed President Trump, I got a Steve. <laughs> I don't know where that came from. I was like, what's he doing? I was trying to hold it back. Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to hold it back, but it's like, no, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> I was trying to hold it back. <laughs> Woo. Well, God bless you. COVID. Okay. So, anyways, <laughs> so here it is. They're asking Kirby, right, John Kirby, about this ceasefire because the president of China going to Russia and said that he's going to talk to Ukraine and try to negotiate a ceasefire. But for some reason, the United States of America, or at least the the representatives of our country right now, the idiots, 
They say they don't want a ceasefire. Why would they not want a ceasefire? Hey, let's get a ceasefire and then they can negotiate any peace agreement. Right. But let's stop the killing. Let's stop the shooting. They don't want to do that because they know if they get a ceasefire and this happens from China, then they know that they're going to lose control. They're going to lose control of what they have in Ukraine and they can't have that. So John, John Kirby was asked a question about what about the ceasefire or let's play before he even before he even brought the ceasefire. This was as he was on uh, was this Fox News and he was brought up a question about it, about China going over to Russia and to negotiate the deal with Ukraine. And listen to what he says about the ceasefire. Hey, uh, that if coming out of this meeting, there's some sort of call for a ceasefire. Well, that's just going to be unacceptable because all that's going to do, Mike, is ratify Russia's conquest to date. All- I mean, did anyone hear that? Take it back to the beginning of that. Because that's the most important part about this clip. What he says about the ceasefire. Continue. Hey, uh, that if coming out of this meeting, there's some sort of call for a ceasefire. Well, that's just going to be unacceptable because all that's going to do, Mike, is ratify Russia's conquest to date. All that's going to do is give Mr. Putin more time to refit, retrain, reman, uh, and try to, uh, to, to plan for, for renewed off- offensives at a time of his choosing. Uh, we hope... And we've said this before, that, Mr. that President Xi will call and talk to President Zelensky because we believe the Chinese need to get the Ukrainian perspective. here. Wait a minute. So him stopping a ceasefire, Shannon, them, them doing a ceasefire is bad. Why is that bad? Because I mean, they're c- saying it's not negotiated and to war. That's what they're but saying. But you, ha- you start at the ceasefire. Okay, yeah. let's say this, but but him saying this whole idea that a ceasefire, so then to we don't need to do a ceasefire to prevent Putin from manning up, from Putin, you know, building his military supplies back up. We you shouldn't can't tell do me that. Zelensky doesn't need that too. So yeah, I mean, but but no, Zelensky don't need. He doesn't need that. Not if we're funding him. Not if NATO's constantly sending the arms that they need. NATO's not, they're not having to defend their own nations. They're defending Ukraine. So they can constantly do this. Russia, Russia could do a ceasefire if they want to. Yeah. And now what happens, let's just say, what happens if Russia stops firing for about a week? What happens if Ukraine, you know, starts moving into Russia, start attacking them? What happens? Yeah. You know what? Putin, by the way, China and Putin called each other dear friends today. Um, And Putin says he's open to negotiation. So if, like you said, a ceasefire is leading to talks of negotiation to end the war, why would we not want that? Right? Yeah, I don't know why we would not want that. So in the press conference today, Kirby was, John Kirby was asked, why not a ceasefire? When is the ceasefire good then? When can we do it? And he just pretty much just completely ignores it. This is a really short clip here. Look at this. This is a really short clip with Kirby talking about, you know, being asked the question, well, when is it good for a ceasefire? It's really short. Go. When is the right time for a ceasefire? Thank you. Thank you, Corinne. Admiral, do you... Did you hear... Are you encouraged by... You hear it? It's right there. And this... 
This is from earlier where Karine Jean-Pierre and the, the gentleman that was asking the question there, his name is Simon. His name is Simon. I think he's from Nigeria or something like that, or even maybe even from Africa. I'm not sure. But he's all constantly in there and he's arguing with Karine Jean-Pierre about stuff that she doesn't want to answer questions to. Yeah, because he said, you don't call, you haven't called me in seven, called on me in seven weeks. And she just like dismisses him all the time. That's yeah. why he's So upset. he has to speak up for himself because yeah. she's not going to, because he's not the right complexion asking the right questions. That's what it comes down to. He's asking tough questions. Yeah. He's well, asking tough questions. Oh, she doesn't answer any questions. questions. No. So how is she going to answer <laughs> tough questions? Yeah. She's not going to. Right. She's going to avoid all every question much as possible, much as possible. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in and watching this. Please do me a favor, like, follow and subscribe, no matter how you are watching this. If you want to see the full episode that you have just watched, there's four segments that basically. But if you want us to watch the full episode, go to frankspeech.com and search for Will Johnson and you are just look at Lindell TV two at 7 p.m. Central Monday through Friday. You'll see more content there. You'll see stuff there that you can't see on these other socialist media platforms. I get deep dive into the stuff that's happening in our world. So if you want to check it out, the full segment, because it's really good, especially right now with everything that's going on, what they don't want you to know or want you to talk about. Check it out. Frankspeech.com and look at Lindell TV 2, 7 p.m. Central, Monday through Friday. Thank you. God bless.